you will always find the next step when you take action. Even if it's small little nudges that may not seem so important, they are. Because that's your soul's calling. Your soul is here on this earth to explore. Hello, Wavy Souls. Welcome back to another episode here on the Wavy Self Podcast, where we talk about the healing connection through expression and the endless complexities of the human experience that come along with it. I'm your host, Sterling Torres, and today I want to talk to you about how to invite more joy into your life. We are freshly out of the seasonal affective disorder now that March is peeking through, and If you're someone like me that experiences seasonal affective disorder every single year, you really went through it and you're probably still going through it. It's no surprise to me that you fell into this episode and tune in because it's all divine timing. I really felt called to make an episode around this because I'm someone that really prioritizes being joyful. I love to smile. If you know me in real life or if you see my stuff online, it's always in a positive light. That's not to say that we should be scared of showing our dark side. It's not about that. It's just that for me, I put my joy first because for me, I've learned that being a joyful person completely overpowers the negative sides to life and everybody has them. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm not experiencing low lows. I am just like everybody else, but I truly feel empowered by how I live my life and how I set forth the best foot in my day-to-day. So today I want to give you four tips, four suggestions, right? It's not black and white. Take what you can from these four suggestions and make do with with whatever your intuition tells you, whatever your soul tells you to, okay? Tip number one is to take inventory of your life. It's just like what it sounds, like how you would take inventory in a clothing store. I like to think about it like there's a room in my subconscious and I'm flashing the light in all the places that are dark, places that I haven't looked at in a while, maybe that I've neglected. And what you're really looking for when you're taking inventory is finding energetic leaks and energetic repairs. What I mean by that is, for example, you're at work and you tend to have toxic conversations with your coworkers, especially in a workplace. Not everybody aligns the same way. So a lot of the times we're adapting to conversations to kind of make time go by faster maybe. And in these moments, when you're looking into your room and taking inventory, you really want to look for spaces like that. So it could be at work. It could be with family. It could be in friendships that are a little toxic. It could also just be the way that you move, maybe when you're driving or when you're getting gas or the way you speak to the clerk. A lot of the times we really tend to forget how influential our energy can be when we're just speaking to someone or our presence in a room. So when you're flashing the light in the room, that's probably what you're going to see first is those surface level things on how you live your day to day. Sometimes you need to flash the light in the corners or in the closet in the room, places that you really would never think would be your responsibility. What I mean by that is these toxic conversations that you're having with coworkers, you might initially have the impression that 
I don't want to be around this person because they're so toxic. They don't really benefit my life. When in reality, when you flash the light in those deeper corners, you hold responsibility in those conversations too. So when you take inventory, you really want to be honest here. No one else has to know. Don't even allow judgment to come in. Don't feel ashamed. The important thing is that you just create an awareness around how you live your life. That's why you take inventory. That's the purpose of it is to just create an awareness of what's in front of you. You can find energy leaks through there and you can also have energetic repairs, things that need attention. So that could also mean what habits do you have that no longer serve you? Habits that don't make you happy. This could be watching TV way too much, scrolling your phone in the morning, scrolling your phone at night, right before bed, or the type of people that you follow on social media, or even what you eat, the lack of exercise, the lack of self-care. Those are all repairs, energetic repairs that need your attention. So again, just to reiterate, it is not about shaming yourself. It is just about bringing awareness to what is current in your life and really tapping into the emotions that come up when you think about each part that you play. Another thing to keep in mind when you're taking inventory is your thought processes. If you're noticing that more negativity is entering in your day-to-day, if you're judging more, if you're expecting more from someone and it's making you angry and you're blaming other people for how they're making you feel, that is a clear indication that you are not taking responsibility because we all have responsibility. All of us, we are responsible for our own happiness, our own joy. And again, I want to keep reiterating, it is not about having shame or blaming someone. It is just about understanding that you are the co-creator of your life. What you are not liking in your current lifestyle has a lot to do with your choices. You hold that sovereignty. So just keep in mind the type of narrative that you're playing in your head, the type of conversations you're having, the influence you have and the power you hold in the, in the space that you take up. The next tip I want to leave you with is to declutter. This means physically and mentally, right? Decluttering means cleaning up your house. If you can't think straight, if everything's busy in your mind, and you look at your house and it's a mess, how can you think straight when everything around you in the physical world is also a mess? Decluttering is the most powerful tool to really clear up some space in your mental landscape. This also means setting boundaries. It also means speaking your truth. It also means being completely actionable in the things you don't like. So when you take inventory, Things that you may not like is the bad conversations that you have with coworkers. So that just might mean respecting your peace by not speaking or conversating as long as you usually do. Or if you like to go out or maybe you don't like to go out to drink with your coworkers after work, drinking is not your thing right now, but you are lonely and you want friends. So you go ahead and do it anyways, even though you feel shitty the next day, even though It's not really what you want to do. So decluttering means setting that boundary and saying, no, thank you. Can we do something else? This is also the step where you take those bad habits like watching too much TV, opening your phone in the morning to 
reducing your TV time or watching comedy shows. That always induces more laughter, more joy into your life. It kind of exercises your funny bone. So that's something that you could start doing instead of cutting TV cold turkey. Or when you open your phone in the morning, the best thing to do is to wait two hours after you wake up until you open your phone again. Because when you wake up, you are the most susceptible. When you're giving your attention to your screen, you are literally giving your psyche to your screen and whoever, whatever is on your phone. Maybe even the people you follow in your social apps need to be unfollowed. Maybe you need to stop consuming content that doesn't benefit your well-being. And when it comes to having bad thoughts and how to declutter them, I love to utilize this tool that's called reframing. When you have a bad thought or when you have the awareness or recognition that you're having a bad thought or a bad experience with the thought, you write it down into your notes app, text it, a notepad, whatever you need to use to write it down, and you write a reframed positive thought. So like an example would be, I feel judged when this person told me this. The reframing of that would be how someone feels about me is not my responsibility. Doing that consistently throughout your week, your day, just a couple of times, you will notice the massive shift in the way that you feel about these thoughts because then you realize thoughts are just thoughts. They are not actuality. They are just thoughts that come through and shift between positive and negative and they don't have to be yours. But if you're experiencing them at an emotional level, you need to help yourself through those emotions so that you can turn them into something more positive because sometimes we forget that we have that sovereignty. Sometimes we forget that we can discern these thoughts. So we need to implement stronger actions and stronger practices to help our state of mind maintain that sense of peace and bliss. Tip number three is explore your soul's curiosity. Maybe you're someone that's been wanting to try boxing for the first time. Maybe it is that time for you to try boxing. Try something new. When you're constantly doing the same thing for a long period of time, you stagnate the flow of life because the flow of life, the essence of life is flow. If you look at nature, if you look at humans, we we are born as babies and we die old and it kind of follows this flow of constant change. And if you're not changing, if you're not inviting change into your life, then you are stagnating. And if you're stagnating, then you're in this constant cycle of desires and never taking action. Sometimes we have to do different things to get different results. Otherwise, when will when are we ever going to see change? So the best thing to do to invite more joy is to just follow those little nudges that your soul wants. Maybe it's painting. Maybe you're convinced that you're supposed to be a painter and you try painting and it isn't for you, but maybe it leads you into drawing and you end up falling in love with drawing and then you discover that you want to do more graphic design and then you become a graphic and that ends up being your career. The point is you will never find your way through just thinking about things, you will always find the next step when you take action. Even if it's small little nudges that may not seem so important, they are. Because that's your soul's calling. Your soul is here on this earth to explore and to hit every single depth of the human experience through connection, exploration, and creativity. So take this reminder to try something new, dive deeper into your current passions, watch something new, something that you 
maybe, maybe sometimes you just need to do the exact opposite of what you're feeling. Maybe you hate a certain food like olives. Maybe you just need to try olives and you never know. Things change. Being open to change is key here. If you're not open to change, then you're not open to the cycle of life. And this can also look like exploring and experimenting with the way that you voice your boundaries. Maybe you're someone that has always outbursted in conversations trying to set boundaries. Maybe you're someone that would be usually hostile when setting a boundaries. And maybe you would also hurt someone's feelings. Maybe in this part, you can explore coming at it at a nicer or different angle that you usually do. Maybe you do the exact opposite and do the unexpected. Those kind of actions will create new pathways in your life and you'll realize just how divinely timed those actions have always been. And the last step is my favorite step, which is create through the eyes of the artist. You're an artist. I'm an artist. We all are artists and we co-create with the universe and tailor our lives to the way we like it. This may not be so true when we're younger because we are born into the environments that we, our souls were destined to be in. But as we get older, we realize that we have this innate ability to create the type of life that we want. And that is so powerful because then you start to really find your expression through every single outlet that goes with the way that you dress, the way that you speak, the way that you treat others, the way that you handle road rage, the colors you use, the way, the way that you use your artistry is limitless. The more that you realize that you can put a little bit of sauce to everything that you do, your specific signature the more joyful of a life you experience. Trust me on this. This is how I was able to heal myself in my life. I'm someone that comes from a lot of trauma, um, a lot of limitations and anxiety used to dictate my life. But the more I started to explore the depths of my own creations and my own original ideas, the more I found a sense of freedom. This also can come with the way that you dance. If you're someone that likes to dance or has the idea, loves the idea of dancing, maybe you need to spend some more time in your room in front of a mirror, maybe just in your underwear and create your own movements and envision this soft, sexy, divine goddess who dances in front of the mirror. Or or maybe you're someone that wants to draw more and you start to doodle. And it's not about hitting perfection. That's the biggest thing is that it's not about perfectionism here. It's just about understanding that you have the ability to create original artwork through every single outlet of a human existence. That is so powerful in itself is to not be afraid to make mistakes, to not be afraid to take up space and to say things the wrong way, to maybe trip or fall or fail. The more you realize how beautiful it is to make mistakes, the more you're able to learn from them and grow as an individual. This is a powerful mindset shift that you can constantly invite into your life right now. There's no greater time than right now. So if you have been feeling called to try something new, to express yourself in a specific way, to go after this endeavor, this is your sign. So to summarize those tips for you, tip number one is to take inventory, take a look at your energetic leaks, your energetic repairs that are needing some attention. 
take a look at your conversations, the narratives that you use, the expectations that you hold on others, and the part and role that you play into these leaks and repairs. Tip number two is to declutter. Clean your home. Place good habits over the bad. Make actionable changes and be intentional with how you live your life. Tip number three is to explore your soul's curiosity. Try something new or dive deeper into your current passions. Explore something fresh, something that's out of your comfort zone so that you can invite more activity and live in the essence of life, which is to be in flow, no longer living in that stagnancy. Tip number four is to create through the eyes of the artists. You are the co-creator of your life. You have the ability to create original art pieces in everything you do, in the way that you dress, in the way that you talk to people, in the way that you hold yourself in rooms, in the way that you live your life. You are the co-creator of your life. You hold that sovereignty. You hold that discernment. You hold the ability to create beauty within the beauty of living life. Utilize every single outlet to add your own spice, to add your own signature, your own flavor into everything that you do. And with that, you will definitely see a massive shift in your life if you implement every single one of these tips. That's all that I got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in on the Wavy Self Podcast. I'm your host, Sterling Doris, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.